Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of inspiration, motivation, and education to help you get your day started off uh, right. As you're hopping on, go ahead and drop where it is you're coming in from so I can give you a shout out. If we have not met before, I am Becky Graff, and I'm super excited to have you guys all here. Um, so today, you guys, I'm going to be sharing with you a seven-step formula. Hey, Valentine. Valentine, thanks for hopping on. Fran, awesome to have you on. Looks like our comments are working, so that's fantastic. So today, you guys, Joy, thanks for hopping on. Today, I'm going to share with you a seven-step uh, formula you can use to tell powerful stories so that you can command your audience's attention. Plus, I'm going to share with you four tips to make sure that you're making the most impacts with those stories, okay? Tim, thanks for hopping on. Becky, you're on. Sharon, thanks for being here. Anne-Marie, hey, thanks for hopping on. Claire, thanks for being on. Awesome, you guys. Cool. So, love everybody's rolling in. Chuck, thanks for hopping on. So, I have a question for you guys. How many of you guys like to watch movies? Okay, if that's you, if you like to go to the movie theater and like to see the newest things that are coming out, go ahead and drop me your favorite emoji. Okay, I'm curious how many of you out there love to go watch movies? Maybe you guys like to go see plays, um, live events, and things like that. So go ahead and drop me in the comments your favorite emoji if that's you. Jane's hopping on, Stephanie from Texas. Awesome, Becky's giving me a thumbs up. Maddie Miller, thanks for hopping on. Cool, Michelle is on here. Cherie, hey, hey. Awesome, so I've got lots of emojis coming through. So we like to watch movies, right? People like to be uh, going to the theater and kicking back and relaxing. Let's see, Valentine says, I can die watching them nonstop. Okay, awesome, so you love it, awesome. Lots and lots of emojis coming through, cool. So you guys, here's a statistic. In 2018, just in the United States, over $11 billion was spent at the box office, okay? Now this is specifically the movie box office, okay? $11 billion, just last year, 2018. Awesome, hey Shayla, thanks for hopping on. Okay, so that's a lot of movie tickets, isn't it? That's a whole bunch of movie tickets. Jimisei Bailey, thanks for hopping on. Fran, awesome. Giving me favorite emojis, lots and lots of emojis coming through. Cool, cool. So, 11 billion, over $11 billion just on movie tickets last year in the United States alone. Okay, so what does that tell us? It tells us that we love to be entertained. I've got tons of emojis coming through here. You guys are resonating with this. This is awesome. We love to go and listen to a story, to see it unfold on the big screen. We love to be a part of it, right? How many of you pay for the extra fancy seats that make motion while you're watching the show, the D-Box seats or whatever it's called in your area, so that you've got more of an immersive experience or 3D glasses so you feel like you're part of the action as the, the characters are popping out on the screen, okay, right? All of these things are coming through. Katrina's hopping on things, awesome, so yeah. Everybody is resonating with this. We love to be part of a story and we love to be entertained, okay? So how about our kids? How many of you, either as a child or if you have children, have children, have your kids beg you to read stories or you yourself love to read stories, novels and different things like that? If that's you, give me a fire emoji in the chat box. Hey, Caroline, thanks for hopping on. Cool, awesome, we've got lots of more emojis coming in. I love all these, these are so fun with the smiley face. Hey, Carolyn from Connecticut, thanks for hopping on. Okay, so you guys, Julie, thanks for hopping on, girl. 
Got lots of fires coming through. Okay, so we love stories of all sorts, right? It doesn't matter if it's written. It doesn't matter if it is something that we're watching. We love to be entertained and have the connection that stories bring. And here's the thing, you guys. Stories do more than just entertain, okay? They actually cause our brain to come alive. And, and let me ask you this question. Um, have you ever had a hard time understanding something and then the moment that it's put in a parable that's related to a story, all of a sudden things just click for you and it makes so much more sense? If that has ever happened to you, drop me a one in the comments. Hey, Wendy, thanks for hopping on. Heidi's giving me lots of fires and a heart. Awesome. Lots more fires coming through. Okay. So stories can actually, oh, yep, we got some ones coming through here. So you guys are relating to this, right? Sometimes when things are hard to understand and we just can't get it, somebody shares it in a way that relates to something that we've seen or heard or in a story form, and all of a sudden it just makes a lot more sense. It's a lot more understandable and it actually sticks in our brain. Pretty cool, right? So stories actually can cause a clicking experience in our brain and allows us to have that sudden understanding. Awesome. Tons and tons of ones coming through here. Hey, Anna, thanks for hopping on. Perfect. And you guys, we are drawn to stories because... Within stories, life seems clear. We understand who the characters are. We understand what their roles are. We understand you know, what might happen um, if the main character does or doesn't do something, right? We have this visual idea of what's going on in the story that we can actually watch and relate to. And we know the outcomes. We understand what the wins and the failures might be. And that's how we make connections to like the movies that we're watching or the books that we're reading, okay? So, People who are creating these things are very skilled storytellers, right? Would you agree with that? If you agree with that, drop me a yes in the comments, okay? And the thing is with what we're doing, with what we're creating online when you're doing marketing, those who are developing and are more skilled storytellers can actually create faster, stronger relationships with their audience. Pretty cool, right? To be able to know that there's something that you can develop as a skill set that is going to make a faster, stronger, more lasting connection with your audience. Cool, got lots of yeses coming through. Awesome. So I'm curious, you guys, what places might you be able to use a story to connect with your audience? Drop it in the chat box. What are some places that you can tell a story? Let's see. Thembantokoro, thanks for, from South Africa. Sorry if I said your name incorrectly. Stephanie says yes. Yep, Jamel says yes. Yep, everybody's saying yep, awesome. So what are some places that we can use these? Right? Facebook Lives is a great one. We talk about this one almost every single time. Yep, Becky got it. She's the person that came through Facebook Lives. Um, great way to share your story. Sharon says post, lives, ads, absolutely. Julie says yes, that is awesome. Love stories, especially success stories on your fan page. Absolutely. Cool. Tim says ads and email. Emails, says Stephanie. Awesome, you guys. So you're getting this. Lives and ads, says Anne-Marie. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, Jamise says, social media, your timeline, lives, absolutely. Facebook lives, awesome. Okay, awesome, awesome. Facebook lives, cool. Yeah, so Facebook lives are a great place. Posts are a fantastic place. Ads, okay, that we send out, whether it's a likes campaign or an actual ad that you're running traffic. Carolyn Grady says, blogs, awesome. Uh, Thembantokozo Gumbay says, Facebook groups. Absolutely, you guys. So emails, blogs are verbal communications with people, right? Whether you're on a Zoom chat, right? Maybe you're having a conversation with a prospect. Great places for you to have that interaction and that connection. Webinars are another one that you can use. 
Okay, so all of these mediums are great places to be able to tell stories. And there's a lot of different ways that you can become a storyteller, um, and it's a skill that everybody can learn. And once you learn the framework or learn how the progression goes, you're gonna be able to captivate your audience and be able to speak to them like you're at dinner with friends and you're relating a story and everybody's just eager, hanging on every word, just that powerful connection. Awesome. Cool, cool. Julie says, we love and learn from your lives. So that is 100% true. Awesome. Yes, the Daily Dose of Awesome is a great opportunity for us as mentors to be able to share our stories and information to you as an audience. And it's impactful, right? So how many of you would like to ha learn a formula you could use to structure your stories to keep your audience more engaged and stay engaged? Okay, if that is you, if you'd like to have a seven-step formula or a formula that you can use, kind of like plug and play, drop me a seven in the comments if that would be valuable to you. Awesome, got lots of uh, interaction with you guys today, fantastic. Sharon's giving me a high five, fantastic. Cool, awesome. Carolyn says, yep, awesome, awesome. Thanks for coming in, you guys. Okay, so recently I had read a book um, that Donald Millard had written entitled How to Tell a Story. Okay, this has been a bit, and one of the things that he shared in this book was this really cool seven-step formula that is very easy to translate into any part of your life. It doesn't matter if it's your day-to-day -day actions. It doesn't matter if it is something that you're trying to put out there for um, copy. In fact, there's some parallels that you might find um, and hear as I go through this that relates a lot of to the ad copy guidelines that we talk about here with the community as well. Okay, so awesome. We've got lots of interaction coming in. Hey, Olive, thanks for hopping on. So step one, you guys, is you need to have a character, okay? You've gotta have a person to take this journey, okay? Whether that's you, maybe it's a cousin, maybe it's an upline, maybe it's a downline, maybe it's a crossline, okay? Maybe it's a fellow person in the community. That's something that um, somebody's journey, right? You've gotta have a main character. Hey, thanks for hopping on. It's okay, you're late, I'm glad that you're here, okay? So the second thing that you need to have is you need to have a problem. You have to have a problem. No story, if you think about this too, there's no story that you're gonna stick around to if there isn't a problem, okay? The problem has to happen early in the story to gain that curiosity where your prospect's mind or your audience's mind is like, I wonder what's gonna happen next, okay? I need to stick around to find out what's going on with this character and this problem. Are they gonna work it out? Is it gonna fail? What's gonna happen, okay? So that's where the curiosity comes in and also pain, okay? A problem, something that's going wrong in their life. Number three criteria is they have to meet somebody or something that ends up being a guide. Now this can be a person, this could be a mentor, this could be um, a book that they read, it could be an infomercial that they saw, it could be something that sparks some, uh, an, a, rem a remembrance for them or it sparks an idea that moves them to a place like, oh, I could use that solution, okay? Um, and it's something that helps them find a solution. So again, whether that's something that they read, somebody that they meet, a situation that they watch and they see, it could be maybe even um, a catalyst such as a movie or other e medium that they um, watch that is very impactful to them, that gives them some sort of guide. Awesome, Cherie, thank you so much for typing these in the chat box, I appreciate it. Fantastic, okay. So number four, you guys, after a guide, is they gotta make a plan. There's gotta be a plan, okay. This plan is there. Now they have this idea of what they might be able to do. Okay, step five is action or inaction. Do they take action on that plan or do they just sit there scared in their shell and not do anything? Okay, that is 
Step number five. Do they take action or do they stay in inaction? Okay. Number six is does this action or inaction result in success? Or does this inaction or action result in failure? Okay. Basically what happened? Those are the seven steps. Okay. If you guys start thinking about these seven steps and write them down and start thinking about in your own daily life, um, in interactions with people, you're going to always have a character. Okay. People always have these ideas based on people that they talk to, conversations that they had, books that they read, all of these different um, mediums, okay, to help them formulate a plan about a struggle that they've been having, okay? We can pull this from any sort of walk of life, and it's hugely impactful for your audience because it tells a story. It's relatable, okay? And the point of every single story is character transformation, okay? So what we experience in life as we're building with our, our businesses, okay, we are always meeting challenges, right? We're always faced with risk. We're always faced with fear. Uh, excuse me, fear. We always are faced with joy and pain, and we are always taught things if we're looking for the lesson. And when we transfer that knowledge, that understanding of that lesson into a story and share it with our audience, it can have an extremely powerful impact. Okay. And so if this is making sense, if you guys are resonating with this, drop me a, a five in the chat box. If this is making sense to you, um, this formula is very powerful, especially when you start thinking this way. And if telling stories is something that you struggle with, taking a moment to really like plug things in and organize things in this fashion will help you get it um, in a place where you're going to be more natural with it. So it's not going to be quite so robotic as you're sharing this. Okay. You can do it via pictures as well. You can use it on your stories, the stories feature on your uh, Facebook fan page as well. Being able to communicate with people in this manner is what really uh, ties the connection to the person's brain. It gets it curious and all of those things. Um, number seven, Becky, um, is uh, failure. Okay. Does the action or inaction result in failure? So number six was success. Number seven was failure. Okay. So basically you're asking what happened in the story. Okay. So there are four, four, there are four key things to remember when you're telling a story so that it has the most impact on your audience. Okay. Number one, it is very important that it has structure. Okay. It's very, very important that your story has structure. If it's all over the place, people are going to get lost, they're going to be confused, and they're going to fall off and just not know which direction to go next. And so it's not going to have that um, impact in the brain because now they're just confused with no direction. Let's see. Uh, Valentine says, character transformation is the core of any successful communication. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Okay, so number one tip is you guys, that it has to be structured. You can use that seven-step formula. As you start to evolve and iterate and, and understand what it is that you are more proficient at telling, like do you tell a story in a very uh, specific manner, you can get away from that structure a little bit, but as you're starting out, those are the, the seven steps that are really key components to telling an impactful story. Julie says, that is so true, structure is so much easier to follow and get value. Absolutely, you guys. Okay, so number two tip, you guys, is it has to be clear. It needs to so uh, follow a series of events um, if it's just a bunch of random stuff that's thrown out there, it's going to end up causing confusion again. Um, now, you can use random events that have happened that have been impactful so long as you structure them, organize them, right? Because random events become a story when they're organized, right? Let's see. Julie says, I always focus on the chronology. Absolutely, Julie. That's very true. Um, you can also 
combine things that happened at the end of your day and then recognize how they related to things at the beginning of your day and be able to put those in a flow or in an organized structure that makes sense for the point that you're attempting to get across in your story. Awesome. Okay. Sorry about that, you guys. Hopefully you're still alive. Had a phone call come through. So Julie says, yes, clarity is an amazing gift. People get it when it's clear. Absolutely true. We have such an a, a easier time connecting when things are clear in our minds and we're not confused. Okay. Uh, tip number three, you guys, is to tell a complete story. Make sure you're not leaving out pieces. People want to know if, have you ever had this um, happen to you where maybe you're at a, a meet and greet, you guys are mingling and you walk up to a certain group of people, there's a story going on and you miss the first section and you're kind of like, okay, what did I miss? Because the comment that I just walked into doesn't make sense and I am thinking that I'm getting the wrong message. All right, see Julie says, that makes perfect sense, Becky, to refer to the end and go back to the beginning and explain it. Awesome, cool, so it's making sense. Alicia Holland, thanks for hopping on. Yes, you guys tell a complete story. If you don't, if you don't start at the beginning or you leave out the middle or you leave out the end, again, it leaves your audience hanging and it's not gonna have quite the impact that you're looking for. You can still tell a story and leave curiosity and have people wanting to learn more, right? They do it all the time in series. If you guys watch series on, um, on like Netflix or something like that, right? They do series one and then there's this gap of time between series two before it comes out and you're just waiting for the continuation of the story. They've continually, in each episode, gone through the story, but then they've done a cliffhanger for the next one, okay? So you can definitely use these pieces as you're creating curiosity um, on your posts and in your emails and things like that with your call to actions. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so lots of this is resonating with you guys. That's fantastic. <laughs> Julie says they're so mean how they do that and leave us hanging. But it's a wonderful feature because what happens to you as a consumer, you guys are so interested and so into what is being told that you are definitely coming back and you are anticipating the moment that the next season comes out. How would that be for you and your business if you could create that same kind of rabid attention and um, desire for your audience to be a part of the lives that you do, to open your emails, to interact with your ad copy, okay? Awesome, okay, huge. Yep, absolutely, there's a lot of people coming through that, that's resonating with you guys, fantastic, okay. So you guys, tip number four is to make sure that they are true, okay, this is a big one because people can tell fish stories, right? If you're in science fiction, it's okay to um, embellish and, and do those kinds of things, but when you are telling a story and you're using it in your marketing, it needs to be real, it needs to be um, authentic, and it needs to be true because anytime you're showing up email, any of these mediums and you're telling a story, people are gonna remember it. And so if they're remembering something that was not accurate, how might that impact you? Okay, so think about that. You can borrow somebody else's story, but make sure that you give credit where credit's due and that you're authentic and you are being real about it, right? That everything that you're sharing is true. Awesome, cool. So you guys, I see Anne-Marie says, sometimes even pre-purchasing the next season. Absolutely, okay? So they're masters at this craft, and it's something that we can also master in our marketing that's going to be hugely impactful for what we're doing um, in impacting our personal brand. Awesome, you guys. Yep, Cherie says, if we are not honest, you have a lack of trust, and what we're doing is building no like, and trust on our fan pages, right? In our marketing, we want people to know us as an authority and trust us so that eventually they're going to purchase our product or join our team or whatever that end goal may be, okay? So number four, making sure that it's true is extremely important. When we tell stories, our audience actually begins applying them to their lives. Did you know that? 
and, and think about this. When you hear a story, how often do you in your own mind start thinking like, oh, I totally relate to that because dot, 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 right? You automatically start applying the story to your own life. That's exactly what your audience does, okay? Julie says you cannot be dishonest and then expect anyone to trust you. Absolutely true, okay? So because of this, because of when you tell stories and the fact that your audience starts connecting it, um, applying it to their lives, it makes a deeper connection. And not only to what you're sharing, but also to you, this increases your influence and strengthens your brand, okay? Stories are super, super important because of those features alone. Hey Larry, thanks for hopping on. So you guys, look for the lesson in everything and learn how to share the lesson in story form. Being able to do so is one of the most important skills you can learn, especially in this online space where we're constantly attempting to connect to people and make a impact in their lives. Hope this was valuable for you. That's it for today's Daily Dose of Awesome. I appreciate you all for being on with me today and the interaction. It was wonderful. If you got value, go ahead and drop me a hashtag value. If you're catching the replay, go ahead and drop me a hashtag replay so I can come back through and give you a shout out. And don't forget to join us every Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific for your daily dose of awesome. Appreciate you guys so much for being on. And we will catch you guys next time. Have a good day, guys.